Listeners are encouraged to attend to their own well-being, in the service of engaging bravely and honestly. Welcome to Confessions in Session. Be comfortable within yourself, by knowing your body, understanding boundaries and healthy relationships. Welcome to Confessions in Sessions, podcast episode one, Boundaries. I have some very special guests today. Before we introduce them, here's what the episode's about. Boundaries show where one thing ends and another begins. Boundaries in a relationship are kind of like this. They help each person figure out where one person ends and the other person begins. In short, boundaries help you define what you're comfortable with and how you would like to be treated by others. This is Confessions and Sessions with Jax. Jamie. Rage. And Doug. Hello. So Webster's Dictionary does define boundaries as a line that marks the limits of an area or dividing line. But with personal boundaries, they're the limits and rules we set for ourselves within relationships. A person with healthy boundaries can say no to others when they want to, and they are also comfortable at least opening themselves to the to the scene, the close relationships, having to deal with boundaries. Now, to me, this all starts off with we all have the reasons for having our boundaries, abusive relationships, being lied to and being cheated on being some of the most prevalent. Uh, they're all pretty much safeguards we put in place to keep from getting hurt again, not just physically either. It's more about emotional abuse and cutting straight to the bone without laying a finger on someone. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I would say that like uh, boundaries uh, generally don't, you know, tend to have to be with uh, relationships via, you know, like, um, I would say like, uh, like between two, two people who don't know each other, it can be with family as well. Um, I think mm-hmm. family is the very first step of creating boundaries. Um, but they also put forth the boundaries that we make for ourselves, whether we know it subconsciously or not. You know, like uh, the boundaries that like we see with our parents sometimes uh, correlate into how we go into boundaries in our own relationships with other people, whether it's friends, a significant other, you know, anything like that. Yeah, I I 100% agree with that. You know, so I find that the boundaries that I had learned from my parents have definitely changed within me growing up as a, as a person, which ended up correlating into the boundaries that I have set up for relationships that I have with like any significant others, because I see the boundaries that I had placed with my parents that either came from any kind of like emotional trauma or anything like that. And I realized that without the boundaries that I needed to put in place there, it was not like it it was something that I needed to look into for what I wanted in a relationship because I needed to know that even though um, I didn't have these boundaries uh, at home, I needed to have these boundaries with significant others, whether it be like from touching or just asking me to do something. It was like that boundary that I needed uh, them to understand that I needed in order to feel comfortable with other people. That personal space. Yeah, like, not necessarily think- personal space, but like, um, you know, just. Uh, 
understanding that like I am uncomfortable in certain situations and I would rather not be put into those like situations you know okay yeah yeah like with personal boundaries it's almost like it when you're in a relationship you have like your phone is like your personal boundary like hey I'm not gonna like some relationships like they both give each other their phones and be like here you go that you can that's like a boundary that you set with each other but like with me what i would do is like my phone's like my personal safe space like Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna like if i'm in a relationship i'm not gonna do anything to cheat on them like that's just not my personality i don't i don't want to cheat on someone and it would never get to that point if it starts getting to that point where the temptation in my head gets that point i'll open up and be like hey let's do something to change this and like change our boundaries to something else to be like hey we checking in on each other what's going on with this and have like a safe space between each other like like they have their own personal space where they have their boundaries like their own cell phones like their little safe space that they have that they can talk with friends and then i have my own on my cell phone or computer whatever it can yeah. relate to anything not that's also like um i i can't even tell you like the number of times that i've seen it but like Facebook. Facebook is like another thing that people don't have you have you noticed like the couples like sharing yes. like Facebook oh, pages yes. and and that annoys me. I'm like, no. It, it, it's like it, it's like who cheated? You know, who cheated yeah. in the situation that you have to have a you have to have a combined account. Now normally that doesn't happen, but a lot of the times it is. And yeah. that and that's the problem is that it sucks is that one person cheats and it's the other person is not setting a boundary, but they're kind of it's more of like I'm monitoring. Uh, exactly. Uh, it's monitoring them to see who they're talking to. But then again, they could still go back into their old profile and still talk to somebody. Yeah. Well, it can also be a control thing as well. You know, like it doesn't necessarily mean that like someone cheated, but it could also be like a deeper issue of um, like a a control or an abusive situation. Or they're just like really weird ass people. I'm not going to lie, because like I, I know so many military couples that end up doing that. And it's not necessarily because one person cheated. Um, it's just one of those things where they're so codependent on each other that they don't have like a fine line of like who is who. Again, boundaries. Boundaries, it, exactly. It, again, mm-hmm. it's the biggest thing is that they don't set boundaries boundaries with each other. So me personally, I'm, I'm a cynic. I, I'm a cynic to a fault almost. But that cynicism has also kept me alive and somewhat sane in relationships now me personally i do have a failed marriage because i didn't set boundaries it was like because i was always like no i i didn't learn boundaries from my parents and i i don't say i blame them but i learned from them what abuse was and what control was and what no boundaries was it was like this is how it was for me I, I should have established that before I got into my marriage, to be honest. And yeah. I didn't. And it just, I, you know, I made mistakes. And I, I made some major mistakes. And I'll cop to them in a hot second. I don't, I don't, and I don't like it having used against me because it has been before. But, you know, setting boundaries is healthy. 
and it's it's insanely healthy to say hey look man i'm gonna let you get about this far away from me you know having somebody at arm's length that's your boundary not not just physically but mentally too yeah. it really has to do with how far you are willing to go or how close somebody is going to get to you before you're like nope and that's why we're here. Like, that's why we're doing this. That's why this podcast was created was so that we can hopefully help and teach people how to set boundaries, how to find healthy relationships, not just with a partner, but with your family, with, you know, your friends, you know, sexual relationships and intimacy, too. That's why this was created to hopefully help. Yeah, I was just going to say healthy boundaries to me is saying no, even though sometimes because you've had it so freaking ingrained in your head that uh, that you want to say yes, but you have to say no to protect yourself. Right. I didn't say no enough. I call that the good person complex. Yes, very much so. I, Mm -hmm. I will concur wholeheartedly with you on that rage. That's exactly what it is. Well, you know, because like um, media definitely plays like a role in um, a lot of this stuff. Right. So in all kinds of media, they always have like, oh, the hero, you know, like these are the perfect people say yes. You have to be, you know, like that good person or even religiously, you know, they sit there and say you have to do X, Y and Z or you're going to hell and all kinds of stuff. But what they fail to sit there and, and look at on some of that is that is it okay for you yourself can you honestly sit there and say that like saying yes to this specific scenario is going to be beneficial to you in the end Mm -hmm. you know whether it be like someone ask money you know like someone sits there and says like hey i need to borrow money but you're broke as all get out but like that good person complex or like the good like the you know um you know like sits there and says you know what i have to do this and it's like do you have to because is it going to be beneficial for you to you know do this like you need that like that boundary in order to know that you do not have to say yes to everything exactly it's like the movie yes man with jim carrey think of it that way you have to you have to also think of it sorry dougie you have to also think about you can't sacrifice your own needs out of fear of upsetting the other person. Exactly. That is the biggest. Oh my God. You hit the nail right on the head. That that was <laughs> unbelievably how awesome that, that was. Uh, Dougie, you, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. Hold on. With personal experience with me, like was like saying yes or no. Like I had a friend that was like, that I would like feed off of and be like, we were like at my former job, restaurant job. Mm-hmm. Um, we would feed off of each other. We would have fun, and every once in a while, he would ask for money, and I'd be like, "All right, yeah, sure. Here's like twenty five dollars." Mm-hmm. When I was like actually making a lot of money, and then when I've ch- switched jobs, and now my hours switched up, not making as much, but now he's like every once in a while he'll like pop up and say like I'll get a message out of the blue on Facebook, and he says, "Hey, can I borrow X Y Z?" Because and then he'll come up with this long ass story to back it up why he needs to borrow that money and i'm just like where's the person that i knew when i was with you that said oh yeah i have like ten thousand dollars in the bank what happened to that person 
like I wanted to like approach them with that, but I was like, I have my own personal boundaries where I'm like, that's not information that I need to know. Like, mm -hmm. and then with me saying no to like giving him money now has slowed down like the process of him, like messaging me like every other three months of like saying, Hey, can I borrow X, Y, Z to get to here or there? Or I need a little bit of gas money to get the work. And I'm like, what happened with this person that I knew that had a shit ton of money that I would go up and say, Hey, can I borrow like $5 so I can eat tonight? That's another thing with like boundaries. I'm glad you brought that up is the need to know. Sometimes you don't need to know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's almost like, it's almost like at work, like sometimes someone would say, oh, hey, why is this going on with doing this? I'm like, like someone from a different department saying, hey, why are you guys doing this? I'm like, that's like on a need to know basis. If mm -hmm. you want to know, go ask your, your boss and they can figure it out for you. Like you don't need to, you don't need to know what we're doing because it's not affecting you. It's mainly affecting us type deal. Yeah. I kind of like I kind of like agree with that on like the need to know basis kind of deal because as a streamer myself um I have the boundary set in place with all of my my online friends and even just people that I know personally is that I do not want any of my personal information so like my name where I live you know things like that um being stated by them and that's the boundary that I have in place. So if I want that information known, then I will say it. But like, don't call me by my first name. Uh, nope. Don't tell people like where I live, you know, don't answer for me. Allow me to have like the, the need to answer that question if I want to answer that. Exactly. It's like with me, I, I cover my face when I stream on Twitch, I cover my face. And I also go by a name that was so make a, I'll tell another story at another time, but I go by a name that I was given at birth and then my name got changed again, long story, but I like the anonymity. There's only one person that uh, one person in a certain discord that I belong to that knows my real name. Nobody else knows who I am. But that's because I choose to remain anonymous. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's my boundary. If I, if, and you know, and I don't want to say if, when I do kind of make it big, I want that anonymity to where I can walk down the street and not get fucked with. Yeah. And it's like, I like my, I, I, I like my anonymity. And it's like a lot of these celebrities that are out there just get fucking sick of all these people running after them. I'm like, dude, my, my first thing is, and being a former bouncer, is you get too close to me, I'm going to start swinging. It's like, get the fuck away. And that's yeah. just that's just from being a bouncer. It's just... Bouncing, I, go ahead. Um, and bouncing off of what you said, like, keeping that, like, private life and, like, some of the people that I follow, like, there's a UK YouTuber group that mm. they can't go anywhere in the UK without a massive crowd recognizing them. Mm -hmm. So recently they've had to go abroad just to like record videos for their group. So they're not recognized like instantly on yeah. the street. And when they're like trying to record stuff, stuff in like downtown London, they yeah. can't do that anymore because if they start, 
if people start seeing them, word gets spread on social media and then people yeah. start crowding. So with your point of like staying anonymous, you can go if you're like large streamer, you can go on the street and no one would know who you are. And exactly. you can have your you can have your streaming life where people know like what games you play, yeah. what what schedule you have like playing games and stuff. But then when you switch the stream off and have your private time, no one knows what you do and yeah. they don't need to know that. That's like that's your need to know process and your privacy. That that kind of leads into another point that I wanted to bring up is expecting respect. So you remove yourself from like, you know, you're you have that you're anonymous, right? And so you're expecting that respect whenever you're out in public because you want to stay anonymous. And that's just like what Rage was saying is that her boundary is don't say my real name, don't say where like I live. And for me, it's it, I'm a complete opposite. Like I don't care spewing out like where I live, but I give you like the the general area. Like I don't I live in a suburb off of that area, but I give you like the main city. You know, so it's kind of like keeps it away from it. But like, I don't, you know, I, my streaming uh, name is my real first name. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like I don't have really, I'm not really anonymous anywhere. And I'm, and that's what you and I were talking about last night on the stream was that, you know, like, I don't want anybody when my books take off or whatever, you know, exactly. like, I don't want people digging up dirt on me to hold that against me or to blackmail me with it. Like, that's why I'm so open and honest about things and like transparent. No, I was just going to say, usually when people ask me where I am, I just tell them I'm in the mid uh, I'm in Midwest US and that's all you're getting out of me. Yeah, no, like if somebody from like a foreign country asks me because there's so many scammers out there, oh, yeah. then I'm like, you know, I'm central U.S. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like that's that's as far as you're going to get with me. Exactly. And, mm -hmm. and, and that again is a boundary. Mm -hmm. And yeah. with me, basically, I, I, don't, I don't bind people knowing like what. See, I basically say like right now I live next to Orlando, but I'm not going to tell you where in Orlando I live. Right. And I'm open with where I work. I don't mind people knowing that I work for the big Mickey Mouse. I don't mind it, that. It's such a big company, and, too. And it's such a big company. And and then people and then the thing is, like with me, I don't mind having like on like on Discord. I don't mind having my actual face on there. For the longest time on my stream, I had a profile picture of myself. Just recently, I got into having an actual logo of my streaming mm -hmm. name and all of that. So I'm, I haven't been that closed down with that, but I'm closed down to like what department I work for at work, what my home location is at, at Disney. Like, yes, I'm a cast member. Yes. I work in there at Walt Disney world in the resort area. I'm not going to tell you what, re what resort or what park I work at or what department I'm in. You can, if you become like close friends with me, then yeah, I'll let you know where oh, what I do. Yeah. But I'm, if you're just I'm like, still waiting on tickets, by the way. No, I'm just <laughs> you, I'm the sorry. thing is, you haven't come to Florida, so you I gotta, know. you got, you gotta make, you gotta. That, that's a two-way street. It's a two-way street, madam. I and know. the thing is, it's <laughs> like, like right now, I, on the twentieth, I'm 
my we're going to going to the parks with my family because it's my sister's birthday coming up mm-hmm. so i'm bringing they're coming up and they're gonna park the car at my house and then i drive in because i have benefits with me with me driving into the park instead of them driving into the park because they have to pay to get into the park with yeah. me i don't have to pay to get into the to get into the park i get into the parks for free that i don't mind saying like and i don't mind saying we get free parking when we just flash our id and the person at the gate says thank you for making the magic and that's all they say and that's what you basically say and then if you really like, when i try to do try to get a discount at a place they say they say hey thank you for creating the magic where you create the magic and then you you have that conversation with a fellow cast member it yeah. starts a conversation there like sometimes where wow. or sometimes where they don't the discount doesn't work they say hey thank you for creating the magic we don't accept that at this location but what's your home location then i go into explaining what i do and it just has a nice conversation with with the the cast member that's working and then me that is off the clock just having leisure time with you know having a failed marriage under my belt you know it it sucks but it was also a lot of lack of communication between us both it wasn't just me what you just heard and the fact that i should have put up boundaries to the fact of i don't want to do this but i also was thinking i don't want to lose her and in the end my own i don't want to say stupidity but my own mistakes caused me to lose her and i do i regret it to a point i i try to have no regrets but i should have been more i don't want to say forceful I should have been more assertive about declaring my boundaries and be like, you know, that it, it, it came to a point that I finally had my mind broken and that became my boundary. Uh, that became, it, it's not that it became a boundary. It became a, a, a point of this has to stop. Mm-hmm. because I was pushed beyond those boundaries and I finally lost my shit. Um, and I, and I, in my mind broke and I had a psychotic break way, way worse than a uh, nervous breakdown yeah. because it was more about hurting this one person because I constantly let them step over my boundaries because I didn't want to lose my ex-wife. I didn't. Yeah. And that's that's going back to the whole saying no, like sacrificing your exactly. own needs out of fear. And let me let me touch on that a little bit. Mm-hmm. You have to understand anybody listening, anybody here, whatever you have to understand. And this is shit that I've had to like learn myself, uh, especially from like the the ex that I just came from that. You should, there shouldn't be a fear of losing a person in a relationship. That's not healthy. If you have a fear that you're going to lose that person, you need to let them go. Let them go. If they're, if they're meant to stay with you, if they really want to be with you, they will be with you. Like, because I spent so long, like worried and stressed out. You all have seen it worried and stressed out about him going to be with this other person or you know Mm -hmm. that whole 
shit that they just went through or whatever. I was so scared, so scared and insecure within myself. And this is the first time I'm finally admitting that I was insecure. But like I was so scared and insecure that he was going to choose her over me. And then look where it put us like it just put us in this place. I mean, we're friends now, but like it put us in this horrible place for like you know, a little bit of time, but yeah, you have to understand that if you, if you have a fear of losing somebody, just let them go. Like there's nobody in this world worth sacrificing your own needs and your own sanity for. You have to look out for number one and that's you. And see that again, it goes back to my family. I I will always love my family and will always have my family and my uh, that have got my back. Like my brother, my older brother and I were best friends. Losing losing him crushed me, and I didn't set a boundary at that time because I I I, I shouldn't say I didn't set a boundary. I did set a boundary and I didn't let anybody in. What I could I was just so beyond. The grief that I was feeling, it, it just created that, it created that safe space, but it was way too thick of a, it, I don't want to say a safe space, but that, that wall I had around me, it was way too thick mm-hmm. and I should have let somebody in at that time. But also I know that I, my, I know that I was insecure in my marriage. I know that I was, mm-hmm. but that also had to do with poor self-image and self-esteem and this person just being an absolute fucking narcissistic sociopath. Yeah. That, and to me, that that is the antithesis of who I am. And I don't want to say what I am because I, I don't like saying I am this. No, this is who I am. I am an anti-hero. Like, I don't know if anybody's familiar with this term, but the word Byronic, the words Byronic hero describe me to a T. If you guys want to look it up, it's Byronic, B-Y-R-O-N-I-C. And I and I take that shit to heart. Mm-hmm. And it becomes who I am. And that, you know, that also goes into another boundary is like finding your identity outside of these relationships. You know, we, we were talking about earlier about how these couples like are either so insecure, controlling, or whatever that they're sharing like social medias together but you you that's a codependency like a codependency and you have to like you have to find your who you are outside of that relationship that is mm-hmm. a definite healthy boundary that you should be practicing every day um like having your own passions and i know i do this i i know i did this in the past and i'm really trying to change it to where i don't hang out with my friends as much whenever i'm dating someone because i forget that i'm my own person and you know i'm i'm not perfect by any means like i know that i should practice what i preach and the only reason why i'm saying this now is because i've had to learn that I 44 years old and I'm just learning that in a relationship I have to have my own identity okay well I could spend time with you but you know I I told Rage I was gonna go play Dead by Daylight with her or something you know what I'm saying like I have to like I have to separate and that's you know 
that's the joys of being single too. <laughs> you you keep that identity about yourself and you don't have to like answer to anybody and don't ever feel like you have to answer to anybody. Like that that should be a boundary too that we're not taught as kids. We're not taught to we're not taught boundaries as kids. Period. We're and not. like we have to learn them. We're we not you know i i know that like you and i were kind of older than the other two but (laughs) i don't know how you guys were whenever you raised but i remember me it's like you always have to answer to the adult Uh you're always forced to answer to the adult and that's just commonplace i mean with my own past it was it, it was kind of, I don't want to say it was kind of similar because it's not, but having to answer to that adult, it became, uh, you know, it, to me, it, it, it's kind of where boundaries are. Oh, good Lord. What am I trying to say? Damn it. Um, answering to the adult became your boundary and you got in trouble when you broke those boundaries and you knew you got in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost like when I was growing up, like having, like, if I didn't, like, before I started, like, getting into high school and stuff, like, it was like you had that boundary of, like, you had to answer, I had to answer to my parents. Like, if they called my name and I didn't answer right away, I would, they would, if, like, five minutes went past and I didn't respond to them, they would come in my room and be like, what are you doing? Why didn't you answer us? Like, what's going on here? And they would drill that into my brain. So it would always be like, if I heard my name called, like now, I immediately turn my head. I'm like, who called my name? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, I've just learned that from being like that boundary with my parents. Now I just have that like common. Like, if I hear my name, if I'm like in a large crowd and my name gets called, like my name's common but I still turn my head. Even if I don't recognize the voice, I'm like, I still turn my head. I'm like, okay, does someone know my name and they need they need me and I haven't met them yet type deal. Yeah. I still give yeah. wherever my direction goes for that. So I also want to touch on one more for a relationship real quick, and then we're <laughs> going to move on to sexual boundaries. But... Um, dictating your own feelings meaning don't allow your partner to speak for you and that comes back to having your own identity as well like if someone starts to speak for you you feel free to correct them and be all like hey sorry no like i could speak for myself that that brings me to like you know you see in like movies or tv shows or whatever like the men always ordering for the women or even i mean you see the shit in real life too but Mm -hmm. like men ordering for women like i don't want you to order for me like and i will tell you if a guy starts to order for me at a restaurant when we're on a date i'm like no 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 i can speak for myself i have my own voice and then i think that's very important to have your own voice, speak for yourself, express your own opinions, emotions. Like, don't let this shit get blurred to where you blend into that person because then you lose your own identity. 
I think part I think of that kind of ties into uh, growing up with parents because, like, say you're, if you've ever gone to, like, the doctor's office or the dentist or whatever, your parents are the ones that are speaking for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't give you a chance to answer for yourself. And it right. kind of, like, it, because they don't give um, that um like release that hold that they have on you to where you can sit there and like answer the questions for yourself um it ends up correlating into your adult life as well especially like if you are someone of like the shy variety where you um you kind of like uh conform to like someone like just speaking for you in a sense you know like it it just like it it continues on and it goes into um like someone um you know like ordering food for you or if you're talking in a group of people and you know someone goes oh hey like rage blah 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 and like um say like my cousin or like my friends just be like nah she doesn't like that and it's like i'm sorry are you talking for me? Because I'm standing right here. I I am mm-hmm. a person. I have a mouth. I have a voice. And while I normally am fine sitting in the background and letting people talk, I, when I need to say something, I will speak up and say something, you know? Yeah. It's and I know that a lot of it is like a cultural thing. And that's yes. not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about at all. Because like mm-hmm. cultural... It's different because that is what they know and that is what is expected of them. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just everyday Jane and Joes like us. You know what I'm saying? Like just. Um, well, you and I, Jax, we're kind of different on in that aspect. <laughs> we're not the regular Jane and Jack. We we have a separate part of ourselves that, of course, we'll get on another episode. But what I was going to say is that when it comes to that, there is a there's a difference between dominating and domineering. It, you know, you'll have those instances where men order for their women, but it's part of that dynamic that they're in. But that's different. That's no, that's what I'm saying. That's necessarily on whole, that's on a whole other level. Right. That's not cultural, but that's another episode that we'll get into. Yeah. Whenever exactly. we get into BDSM. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just normal people, everyday people. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's almost like we are far from normal. Let's be brutally honest here. We all are. Everybody it's in this a, panel. It's almost is. like you can have like an agreement. Like if someone's like what you guys were saying, like the example of like someone ordering for you. Like unless you say something to them, be like, hey, can you order for me? Like if you like mm-hmm. went to go do something and then you and the server like if you go to use the restroom and your server hasn't come to get an order yet, be like, hey, this is what I want. Can you order this for me? Come back. And then if the server didn't come back and then it gets into the point of like when they just go ahead and order for you, you'd be like, no, 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 I'll just order it myself when I get there. That type deal. Or if like someone's like trying to speak for you, like Rage was talking about, like someone trying to speak for you, like, like, oh, so-and-so is be like an example of me like a friend is saying like asking like hey are you okay and then someone says yeah he's fine leave him alone like hold up did i open my mouth to say that i'm fine or okay i can speak yeah Yeah. 
and that again is a boundary it's like when you have somebody else speak for you it's kind of like you have to you have to stand up for yourself in that instance if you are willing but again that also has to deal with uh you know abusive relationships again totally uh, totally different subject it's a whole other episode yeah Yeah. (laughs) um so i do want to start stepping into sexual boundaries and the most important boundary that you can have whenever it comes to sex and everything is communication that's the number one boundary that you should have whenever it comes to sexual and i know that like a lot of us will probably touch on it as we're saying what we want to say and another one is safe sex like you have to be safe about it like have protection or safe words you know if you are trying to get pregnant more to you but if you're not like find a way to be to have that boundary and say no i you know you don't have a fucking condom i'm not on birth control we're not having sex tonight you know you have to like put that boundary in place but i'll let somebody else speak well you know it's like one of those things where you're talking to the guy and you're like yeah you know like let's have sex or whatever and they're like yeah well i don't use condoms and it's like well i don't fuck anybody who like doesn't use condoms you know and they're Mm -hmm. like well like they don't fit and it's like bitch i've seen the size of condoms <laughs> like right i know it's not a, a one size fits all but like one of them are is like bound to fit you know it, it's like i just don't play that game and you know it also goes into um the the day and age as well because like there's so much uh social media out there right where you can talk to people you can get dms and you know like they're like oh can i get some nudes or like they're sending you unsolicited dick pics and you know things like that but like sexting is going to be you know a thing for a very long time you know and Mm -hmm. you have to set those boundaries in sexting as well um you know like when you're sending pictures back and forth if you don't feel comfortable sending any kind of picture and you sit there and say hey i'm not comfortable sending this and they're still pushing then you have every right to walk away like do not let yourself be peer pressured into um doing something that you are not comfortable with in that situation you have to walk away because that's going to be more beneficial to you in the long road and for either emotionally um mentally and you know like that's just gonna like in a sense boost your confidence as well when you sit there and put that boundary in place as well you know that's perfectly put it it is such a big boundary that you need to put in any kind of relationship if you are not comfortable with something you need to communicate that and if they cannot respect that that is something that you are not comfortable with and you would rather not venture into a situation like that, then it's something that you need to walk away from. Because if they cannot respect you on something that is a simple boundary as, hey, I don't feel comfortable with this. Can we like not? And they kind of blow you off. That's not something that you need to have in your life. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like, you know what? Bye, Felicia. You know, mm-hmm. that that's a perfect example of a bye, Felicia. Mm-hmm. You know? It really is. Yeah. That was such and, a good example of everything, yeah. Exactly, and that's like with the sexual boundaries. I believe that women have more sexual boundaries than men, only because 
there's a lot of the times that yes, it is both it is both parties' responsibilities about birth control. I don't care what anybody says. You are both supposed to be responsible for that. If you use a con, if you don't want to use a condom, make sure you're on birth control. You just can't use the pullout method, as they used to tell us back in the '80s. That doesn't work. Well, I don't think, in a sense, birth control needs to be something that has to be a specific boundary because uh, a birth control is a medication, right? A medication is always different for every single person, and the the history behind birth control is not a very nice one and there are a lot of people out there um who um cannot handle being on birth control whether it's because they're uh, they can't find the right dosage or they can't find um you know like uh like a brand that works for them they have like severe side effects you know things like that was where the personal decision is for their health and their uh, mental and emotional uh being is that they decide not to do birth control because I'm going to be honest with you. I have very bad experience on birth control. I do not take birth control. So if, so if I'm, if I'm in a relationship and sex is brought up, it's always something that I sit there and say firsthand is that, look, I am not on birth control. So like, like there needs to be like a condom in place or, you know, like we need to do X, Y, and Z, you know, like condom pull out, you know, like whatever's going to make sure that everything is fine. But like Mm -hmm. birth control does not have to be something that is on the table, but you do need to communicate whether or not you are or aren't. I agree with that. I, my first two pregnancies, I was on birth control. And after the first time I got pregnant with my oldest daughter while taking birth control, while taking it every single fucking day at the same exact time, I got pregnant. So I told them and they upped my dosage. They changed the brand and I got pregnant with my son. And I was like, are you fucking okay? Birth control just does not work for me. It just does not work for me. And then on top of that, because I've had cervical cancer twice, I can't take birth control now. Like it fucks with a whole lot of other shit. So yeah, I I agree with Rage. Like birth control shouldn't be, you know, there should be just open communication and like it talked about, you know, like uh, a guy may be allergic to condoms or a girl might be allergic to the latex. It doesn't matter. Like, but there should be communication. I think that's, that's why I said the number one thing with sexual boundaries is communication there has to be that communication or you just don't fucking have sex with that person and then there's like there's a bunch of things i've watched i've seen a couple articles and watched a couple of things of like people like women that have like birth control pills they can like open up the like the instruction paper on it and use it as a blanket and then it has so many side effects on it as well that it messes yeah. with mental oh, health. Oh yeah, we were watching one mm-hmm. like that. And like last night, we were we were watching something after your stream last night. It was like getting into that type deal. Like you have to be concerned of their mental health and how their body functions with it. Like different reactions happen for different people, and mm-hmm. they you got to know that. Like it's not a it's not a one all be all. 
contraceptives is going to be a later episode and we can get into all of this then <laughs> we need to go back yeah. to boundaries uh which these are all really good like boundaries to have but we're i think we're focusing too much on just like protection right now which it is important don't get me wrong it really is important but there's like other things that like um we could touch base on like a boundary of like non-consensual activities where she was talking about earlier and you're not comfortable with like sending you know pictures and dms and stuff or you're getting mm -hmm. unsolicited dick pics or i mean girls do it too girls will sit there and like um send unsolicited like titty pics and a guy didn't even ask for it and say this guy is in a relationship feel free to fucking block that person like you have every uh -huh. right as a guy to block a girl who is sending you shit you didn't ask for because you exactly. don't want your woman to come back and be all like what the fuck then that causes a fight and then it's just it's a mess just stop sending unsolicited, unsolicited shit like just don't <laughs> just don't do it no, that that's fair. You know, um, so my my brother gets unsolicited titty pics, right? And it's from like those spam Snapchat accounts and everything where they they're trying to get you to come into like their content and everything. But like yeah. I'm sitting there looking at this and I'm like, bro, like what the fuck? You you should just like block them, get this out of your life. Because like in a sense, like you kinda like if you're in a relationship and like you know, like your wife doesn't know that. I think that um, that is an unhealthy boundary that you put up because there are such things as unhealthy boundaries. Yes. You know, and that <clears throat> there need, and sometimes there are such things as too many boundaries as well. Yep. Well, I mean, if you're, if we're talking on the subject of getting unsolicited shit from females and your wife doesn't know about it, then you're running into like a whole unhealthy mm -hmm. relationship altogether because now you're keeping secrets. I'm not saying like start a fight by opening. You have to, it, it's... It's a case by case basis because if your wife is gonna like completely overreact, maybe you should keep that to yourself. It's a need to know basis. But if like she's like this cool, like your best friend kind of situation, she's not gonna get upset about it. Don't keep the secret. Mm -hmm. Try, you know, try not to. What's most important is don't keep secrets, but you have to base it off of your particular relationship. I don't know every relationship, I don't know your shit. So you just mm -hmm. kind of have to base it off of how your partner's going to react. But that's where communication in the beginning of the relationship also plays into it, like setting these boundaries. And you're right. There is an unhealthy um, when you set too many boundaries, it is unhealthy because now you're controlling the relationship you're you might as well have a fucking video controller in your hand and you're playing sims you know what i'm saying yeah like it, it gets too much yeah you're right which we are not sponsored by <laughs> i don't know why i fucking said that but yeah we're not sponsored but um another one is 
Another boundary could be like uh, the freedom from feeling guilty by setting boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like don't feel guilty for setting a boundary that you're not comfortable doing. Like you're not into fucking anal. Tell them that. Like it's a boundary. Like you have to communicate. And I was telling Drink this last night that I've created a contract, like a sexual contract. So you can set boundaries, set safe words, set, you know, all kinds of shit, like contraceptives, you know, if you're both not going to do birth control or condoms or whatever, talk about like plan B, you know, that's also medication. And I'm not for like, me personally, I'm not saying you have to be the same way, but I'm not, I don't like modern medicine. I really don't. If I can go without it, I will go without it. But, you know, and then there's like the whole, like they took abortions away from us, but that's a whole other fucking subject too. But like communicate, it all really comes back to communication. Everything does. In all honesty, I think everything goes very hand in hand, you know, whether it be communications, boundaries, you know, all of that. You can't just have like mm-hmm. one subject without the other. You're going to run into a lot of like intermingling, you know, um, subjects, you know, like boundaries and communications are definitely one that go hand in hand. You have to communicate communicate in order to have boundaries. But if you have those boundaries, you have to communicate that you have those boundaries. Um, but it also goes into self-confidence as well is that you have to have the confidence enough to have the communication in order to say like, I have these boundaries, but you also have to have the self-confidence to say, I have boundaries. If you do not abide by my boundaries, then get the fuck away. Mm -hmm. You have to advocate for yourself. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, you know... Uh, part of sexual boundaries could be like the exploration of trying new things like um, we can go into this with BDSM too but having the soft and hard limits that's boundaries there's so many like you're right Rage like there's so many things that go hand in hand with like boundaries communications BDSM um, toys even toys you know there's like boundaries or toys no you're not sticking that up my ass But you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just so many things that can go. It all just plays back together. And that's, you have to be open-minded to accept another person's boundaries, just like you should. Like, they have to accept yours just as much as you have to accept theirs. And that's where communication comes back. You know, I think, like, a really good example of... um like boundaries of any sense is like sometimes like in your stream uh Jax is that uh you know you have all these people that come in and they go and flirt with you and you're like guys I really don't like appreciate you guys like flirting with me you know things like that but then mm-hmm. when you have that relationship with someone um where you feel comfortable enough when they do come in to sit there and do that like you like me going in and like just like flirting the shit out of you you know um but you you. Are we talking about a certain pace person that's here right now? Me? What? What? But you know, but it's like um, you and I have talked about that, right? You know, um, where mm-hmm. you you have you know like told me the boundary on that, you know, and I try not to push that boundary because I'm trying to respect you as a person because that's honestly like a big thing too is a, a respect thing. 
is that yeah. like I know that if you are in a relationship, I'm going to respect the fact that you are in a relationship and I'm going to respect that boundary that's going to be put in place. But like when you're single yeah. or anything like that, like then it's like, you know, like all bets are off. all bets are <laughs> off, you know, um, <laughs> But, it, you know, like, it's always, like, um, you know, like, a respect thing, you know, that goes hand in hand with everything as well as that you and I have a very mutual respect where we can be in um, that flirtatious, you know, like, friendship or, or whatever. And, um, you know, someone coming in and trying to do the same thing is also like, hey, bud, you need to take a step back. You are new here you do not have that respect um and you do not have the you know like the the permission to be mm -hmm. doing that and like that's like another like healthy boundary to like put in place especially like if you stream as well like whether it be like only fans twitch whatever is that yeah. um you need to have like a clear you know statement of like if you aren't close to me you like i don't like you doing this whatsoever that's why i'm glad like my mods understand that my mods know my boundary you all know i mean i think every person on this panel is a mod but like you all understand my boundary whenever it comes to people flirting with me and that's one of the times that I don't mind people speaking up for me because I may be in the middle of a game. I may be like in the middle of a sentence and you guys are also quick to like, hey, don't talk to her like that, mm -hmm. you know, and I appreciate that. I really do, because you understand where my boundaries are and. Rage, you're like one of my favorite people to flirt with. I'm not going to lie. Like, you're one of my favorite people to flirt with. And like, I, I know exactly what you're talking about like we have that understanding between us that um is a set boundary and we're like okay we're not going to cross this line even though i've talked about coming to you and you know whatever but like it's all riz baby it's all riz <laughs> but so like i don't know like yeah 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 there is that boundary and we respect it and you it's because we have really good communication with each other mm -hmm. and that's why it Mutual founding and respect. Yes, that too. Yeah, absolutely. No, with sexual boundaries, that is like one of the key, uh, the key factors and the key communication uh, factors of the BDSM lifestyle is that you have to set that boundary because if you don't, people are going to take advantage of it. That's why it's important to, if you decide to get into a BDSM, and I know we're going to talk about this then too, but yeah. if you decide to get into a BDSM relationship, situationship, whatever the fuck you want to call it, it is important mm -hmm. to have a contract because it's everything written out, whether it's a verbal contract, a written contract, it is something and it goes back to communication, but it's a, it's still a contract, it's still there. I personally like written out contracts because then I can go back and be like, hey, we already talked about this, this is written out. I mean, if you do it as a verbal, record it, record everything, exactly. but I mean, don't record everything because that's just creepy. <laughs> I think in that sense, it's more along the lines of like, it's not that I don't trust you, but it's more along for it's for both of our protection. 
It is. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean for it. It's not it's not a trust thing because if you don't trust the person, you shouldn't be doing it. You shouldn't be doing it. You shouldn't be with that person. If you can't trust that person, whether it's in a normal relationship, sexual relationship, BDSM, a dom sub, whatever, you shouldn't be with that person. Trust goes hand in hand with communication and boundaries. And it all comes back together in like this little ball that, you know, you should carry with you at all times. Think of it like a pokeball. And, you know, you capture all this trust and communication and boundaries like it all goes hand in hand together and that's a horrible analogy analogy i wish i did not say that just think of like you know like spongebob doing like the rainbow you know and instead of you know like whatever it says it just says communication i love that yeah because i use that spongebob meme all the time i know you do (laughs) you know well here's my thing about the whole trust uh, about the whole trust issue um because that in and of itself is a boundary mm-hmm. like me personally i i rarely trust people you if you earn my trust it's insanely hard to do but that's also because number one i'm a cynic number two i've had my i've had my my past used against me so yeah. i have to set that boundary and one of the other things is that i have a horrible distrust of people women in particular but that again is a whole other episode yeah but it, where my trust issues lie and i think i've talked to you about it before Jax. and I, I if i haven't we'll, we'll talk off uh we'll talk off uh podcast about it but trusting is i think that's one of the things and in fact i don't think i know that's one of the reasons my marriage failed because i didn't trust my wife enough to be able to trust uh, to be able to i I don't want to say i I didn't trust my ex-wife enough to you know let her understand this is how i am but she still stuck with me uh, through that even though i told her i don't trust you in a lot of things and it's only because of my past and again it, it, it it it's a horrible horrible thing to have and one day I'm going to have to, if I'm going to get into another successful or another relationship at all, I have to get over that. Yeah. I have to, I have to break that. I don't want to say curse, but I have to relinquish that, that antitrust of people. Yeah. Trust also goes hand in hand with like lies and deceit too. Like, <laughs> Uh, as far as like sexual boundaries go, like you can't, you have to have that trust. You can't go into it feeling like they're lying to me. They're cheating on me. They're, you know, sleeping with other people. Like you have to, you have to fully trust somebody. I, and that's why I tell people all the time, this you can't see what I'm doing because it's a podcast, but (laughs) this I'm pointing to my whole body is a fucking temple. I don't let just anybody have access to this temple. Yeah, I may share like boob pics with people, but those are my fucking boobs. Like it's not, you're not having that physical contact insert dick here moment with me. That to me is like more emotional and I have to absolutely trust you in order to let you stick your penis inside of my vagina. Like, but my boobs, I'll share my boobs all day long. If I could get away with it on Twitch, I'd just have my boobs out. 
I have great boobs. You do. And I 100% will have them. Thank you. <laughs> I 100% will have them out all the time if I could, but uh, I can't and I will get shut down on Twitch. So. Yeah. That and you have children and I'm pretty sure they don't want to see their mom's boobs 24-7. Uh, my kids don't like watch my Twitch. So that's okay. I think I'm safe. They're, they're mods. Don't get me wrong. They're mods. My two older kids are mods, but they don't come in there. You know, the the trust and boundaries thing, right? Because I, mm -hmm. I was sitting there thinking about this, you know, it's like I, I have equal trust in my parents, right? I have equal trust in the fact that, like, I know they'll always have my back and a bunch of other things. I have a very great relationship with my parents. But the issue is, is that I have a particular set of boundaries with my dad than I do with my mom. Um, and it's not necessarily, you know, like it has to do with like a sexual aspect or or anything like that. But it's like I don't like it, you know, like when my dad comes and like tries to like like touch me, hug on me, you know, things like that, you know. But like if it's just like me and my mom, then me and my mom are like, you know, joined at the hip, you know, close, you know, all that. But I do have an equal mm -hmm. amount of trust with my parents and it's not necessarily that i don't trust my dad um to like hug me it's just one of those things where it's like that boundary that i have in place because i don't like you know like whether it be i don't like how he hugs me or whatever you know so sometimes i think that like there needs to be like a very clear definition between like trust and, and boundaries on that one you know mm -hmm. yeah I agree. I don't I don't have really a relationship with my dad at all, but uh, my mom, I'm the same way with her. But so if I look at that in an aspect of like my mom and my stepdad, I'm the same way. Like I won't I don't really hug my stepdad, but he's also been like the father figure that my dad's never been, you know, so I can think of him as a dad, but like. I still, I don't know. It's just like, I could hug my mom all day long, but I have that boundary with my stepdad where I don't, you know, it just, it, it feels awkward to me. You know, part of, you know, like that healthy boundary um, thing is w what happened within like your childhood that made you put in those boundaries? Was it something that your, your own parent had a set boundary for and you just, went and made it your own and then you at that point it's one of those things where you have to look at is like is this a healthy boundary for me to have you know yeah because i think that's the other thing is that we take so much from our parents that we don't realize that we take and we need to like just sit down and like self-analyze of like okay these are a lot of the boundaries that i have in place are these mm -hmm. are these actual boundaries that I need to have or is this or, you know, like something that has been learned that is actually um, dampening my ability to have uh, good communication or um, healthy relationships with people? Yeah, um, I <laughs> now that you say that, um it just brought back like a memory like my my mom's dad my grandfather my grandpa pa um when we would leave every summer or whenever we got there every summer he didn't like to hug us and that might be where i picked up not to 
like hug like an uh, older male. You know what I'm saying? Like a father figure kind of male. That might be where I picked it up from. Who knows? But he used to be like, we would go in for a hug and he would just kind of like do like a quick little and then, you know, pat her back a little bit and okay, I'm done. Like don't. Or he would... Or he would like, if we were leaving, he would get up and he would like walk away, you know? And you don't know where that comes from with him, but yeah, that might be where I picked it up from. There's always going to be transference with um, relationships, no matter what, whether it be Mm -hmm. a significant other, a friendship or um, like a parent and child. Like there's always going to be some kind of transference between um, any kind of boundary that you have in place. Um, you know, like my mom had mm-hmm. a specific boundary of don't touch my face. And now I have that boundary of don't touch my face. And, you know, and in in that, you know, self, you know, looking at like, um, I just said the word too. Um, but like when you self-analyze um, and you sit there and go, okay, well, is there like really a reason why I need to be looking at like, you know, oh, don't touch my face. And then like for me, I know like I do, I ended up making it my own thing um, simply because of, you know, like uh, injuries Um but it you know like it was simply of like all of the like the the injuries that i have um gotten from like either like the car accident or the um sports injuries that i have like i ended up making that boundary like just like simply like my own you know but Mm -hmm. in a self-analyzing thing if none of that happened to me there would honestly be no no reason why i should have that boundary you know like because it, it it doesn't do anything you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In in the sense, it kind of does like dampen because like you could be um, in a relationship and like say you have someone who has like a, like a physical touch kind of side and they just want to like simply caress your face. But because that like boundary that you don't need is, you know, like you're just like rearing back going like what the fuck you know it's like Uh what's what's the point of that you know and that's one of those things where self-analyzing some of the boundaries that you have is always a good thing you know and like try to like break from the bounds that you have um brought with you that are just holding you down instead of lifting you up to be a stronger more confident um like communicative and respectful person you know right because like i stated at the very beginning it can be both a good thing and a bad thing like boundaries can be good in the fact that it keeps you seen and it keeps you alive but then the bad thing about it is that it can also keep you very lonely it can also keep you very alone. I don't mind being alone. However, loneliness can be crushing at times. I think that comes back to having too many boundaries too. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what and that's what I was getting at is that you can you can have boundaries, but in my case, I know that I have a lot of boundaries. And I know that I'm gonna have to do a lot of fucking shadow work. Shadow work is going to be my best friend for a while. <laughs> shadow work and soul searching. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, and, and like I said, you know, my uh, my boundaries should have been set with my ex-wife. But again, like you said earlier, if you re- if you think losing them, you know, that whole thing that you said, 
and it's not that I wanted to lose her, but I, I know I ended up pushing her away because of my own bullshit. And it had nothing to do with her. And it, the biggest thing was that I didn't, uh, I didn't set boundaries like I should have. Yeah. I think there also needs to be something in place for, um, for tolerance, um, because it's going to take a while for someone to learn your boundaries, um, no matter how mm. big or small it is. Um, and it, it's always going to take time. So if they, you know, on some, on some boundaries, because there are boundaries where it has to be like a definite, if you can't respect this, get the fuck out. But I think there are also some boundaries where it's like, people forget you know and you, you, there's got to be a little bit of tolerance but you have to find uh -huh. that balance of tolerance of you cannot walk over me but i will let some things slide right yeah. soft and hard limits mm -hmm. so like but that. also with that uh, but also with that you're either all some people are all or nothing you either let all things slide or you know let nothing slide that's where my own boundaries come in is that I there's things that I do need to just go, OK, you know, that's fine. But there's also things that come in that I have to keep that boundary there, like ooh, with a young lady that actually knows my real name. Other than, uh, you know, I've told you my name, Jax. I, we've already discussed that. But this person that knows my name, I've had to set limits with this person. They probably gonna know now <laughs> but i it was for my own benefit and it had nothing to do with them yeah it, it has to do with the fact that i now have i i am a way different person than i used to be i i tell people i died on october uh 26 2018 i but you know i stopped being that person that i was when i got my heart ripped out yeah. From that moment on, I was a totally different person. I learned to set boundaries. I learned to be my own person. No, uh, I was just going to touch on the whole all or nothing. Like, that's, you know, you recognize that that's unhealthy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, I, and I know it's unhealthy. I know it is. Okay. I just want to make sure that it's clear for those who are listening that if you're an all or nothing kind of person, when it comes to boundaries, like you either accept all of my boundaries or nothing at all. Like I, I think what Rage said was very important. Like there has to be a tolerance and like a buffer period to where you allow that person time to adjust to your boundaries because that's really what a relationship is. It's a give and a take. It's not an all or a nothing. It's a give and a take. Like you have to, okay, so that's where communication comes into. So you're like, okay, these are your boundaries. Well, these are my boundaries. Let's see how we can meet in the middle and give and take for each other to where we can make this work. Not, um, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying that you already know that you have to soul search. You already know that you have to do shadow work. But nope. I'm just saying that, like, I just want people listening to understand that that's unhealthy to be like that. And he already recognizes that he needs to work on himself to uh, move away from that. And that's um, that is what I'm trying to get at. Like, it don't don't be like that with somebody. You have to. Exactly. That's what a relationship is. It's a partnership. It's not. It, uh, I'm over you, and let it. It's a whole, like, it's a whole different thing when it's a culture thing. So don't think that I'm talking about like culture. And I feel like I have to say that because I don't want people to be like, she has no idea what she's talking about. But like, 
I just kind of lost my train of thought for trying that. I do know what I'm talking about. But like, I don't want people listening to be like, oh, well, my culture, I'm not talking about your culture. Like that's different. That's the way you're raised. That's the way your culture operates. But like in a normal everyday relationship, like you should be, I take a little bit of you, but you have to take a little bit of me. We meet in the middle and we find a happy ground where we can live in unity, you know? And like, it, there shouldn't ever be, except for like a, a BDSM kind of situation or, you know, if that's what you choose to do, just recognize that sometimes there are red flags and it is unhappy, unhealthy to live a certain way in a relationship whether it's a friendship, whether it's your mom and your dad, like you have to recognize red flags and you have to recognize what you will and will not stand for. And that's a boundary. That is a boundary. So recognize it, acknowledge it and figure out what the fuck to do to make it to where you can tolerate it. Sorry, I went on a rant. Holy no, shit. It's okay, I'm but no, sorry. I was, no, it's okay. I was I was gonna interject here in a second. Uh so with that, you know, and you're right. All I'm saying is don't fucking be like me. I I am not <laughs> look, if I am the moral compass in a fucking room, shit, things have gone to shit. Let's put it that way. That's what I'm saying is don't expect do the devil to I show do. his face. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I am the moral compass in the room. We're all fucked. Um, but yeah, seriously, it's like I, I, I got into this because I know my own experiences will show people what not to fucking do. Don't do this. This is not healthy. This is why I'm 50 years old, almost 50 years old, and I should be... Uh, I should be a father, I should be a husband, and none of those things happen because of my own insecurities and my own, my own, my inability to create boundaries. And it, it, you know, and it's like, I don't want to get into a relationship with someone, even if it's sexual. Sure. Great. Great. I'm getting laid. I'm getting, I get to touch somebody in that way that I love. But it also has to be a boundary that uh, that if I don't break this cycle, because whether people believe it or not, there are cycles to life in the fact that you repeat if you if you don't learn from history, you're doomed to repeat it. Yeah. Look at your parents. If you don't break that cycle, you're just going to fucking continue it. Be the change. be the exactly be the change and that's what i've tried to do i'm glad you touched on you know not in a relationship but if you're gonna fuck somebody Mm -hmm. fine whatever so i want to also talk about situationships real quick um Mm -hmm. is that what the young kids are calling them i don't know i'm in a situation ship a situation (laughs) anyway or friends with benefits whatever you have to have boundaries in that as well that's what you're trying to find out yeah yeah so whether it's friends with benefits whatever the fuck you want to call it like there is boundaries within that like i know after um dude and i broke up i don't want to say his name on here but after him he and i broke up um i did talk to a friend of mine i talked to a friend of mine not right after 
God, I'm not that heartless. But, you know, shortly thereafter, I did talk to a friend of mine from like high school, junior high and high school. And I was like, dude, I just I feel like I just want like a friends with benefits, like a situationship. Like I want to know that I'm your the only person that you're fucking. But, you know, we've got to be careful about it because you're not snipped. I'm, you know, not on birth control. We have to think about it because I don't want babies to happen. Like, um, and we don't have to talk every day. We don't have to talk every day. But if one of us or the other one of us wants to have sex, we need to have that communication that we want to meet up and have sex. And he agreed with everything, like all of my boundaries. And he was like, actually, that's what I'm looking for too. But nothing ever came of it. Like we talked for a little bit, but like we never ended up like becoming friends with benefits. And I, I got to thinking about it and I was like, do I really? Because what I said earlier, my body's a temple. Do I really want to go into a situationship with somebody? Because I don't, I don't want to be, and it, it was a boundary within myself, you know, for myself. I don't want to do that because what if something happened? Oops, you know, your pullout method didn't work and fuck, now I'm pregnant. Now I'm 44 and pregnant with a new baby. You know what I'm saying? Like I, it's, to me, it's not worth the risk. It's the boundary I set within myself. It's not worth the risk of an oops happening because I don't want another baby. My youngest child is almost 11. Like, I don't want that. I don't want to, like, be tied to somebody else like that. And that was and a I boundary I had to set bad. with myself. And, and a lot of people will say, that sounds bad. It's not. It's a fucking boundary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if it's just a boundary within yourself, like I had to do with myself, it mm-hmm. bound, it's still a boundary. Like I was saying, is that boundaries with people, uh, depending on, it, it can be in any type of quote unquote relationship, be it professional, be it personal, be it mm-hmm. a, love, a love relationship or just a sexual relationship. You know, you can tell this person, like, let's let's deal with that for a second. Like the uh, like I was telling you the other night, one of the 23, 23 year olds I was having sex with. We had our boundaries because she was in an open relationship and I was single. Mm-hmm. And that uh, we knew that we had to respect each other's relate, uh, uh, you know, each other's boundaries because if we didn't it fucking it killed anything that we were doing like at one point she made it a point that don't come to you know make sure that you don't talk to my boyfriend blah 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 i'm like why would i do that you know i'm I, i'm crazy and i'm stupid you know hold on <laughs> i have to address that now I don't think she was in an open relationship. Like if she was, okay. So even with like Polly and this is a whole other different subject, but like (laughs) that just sounds like a red flag to me. Don't talk to my boyfriend. And that that sounds to me like she wasn't really in an open relationship because that's not something that you're going to say. If you're really in an open relationship, you're not going to be like, Hey, don't talk to my significant other. Like, if you well, see him, if you come across him, don't talk to him. Like, that to me just sounds like right. a red flag. And it was. And that's one of the reasons I got out of it. And the, okay, what I was going to say you. is we, he, he and I talked beforehand. He understood that I gave her something that he couldn't. He... I'm trying to think of a nice word to say. Because he wasn't a cuck. Which, again, totally different subject. Whole other fucking episode. 
whole other fucking episode. He had performance issues. I don't. Okay. And it was about her being sexually satisfied by somebody who she knew she could come to. And I talked to him about it. And I said, hey, look. And he said, look, man, I don't mind you fucking my lady. I was like, and to me, that's weird. It, 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 I was like really weirded out that I'm talking to this dude. I'm like, this is just, it, it, it got awkward. And I was like, yeah, um, yeah. And about six months later, she did something. I'm not going to say what it was. Because uh, again, that's just between her and I. Mm-hmm. And it was like, one of the things that she put down is her boundary of don't talk to my boyfriend after this, because what we do is our own business. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Still fucking awkward. And it was like, she had said something to me and I did go to her boyfriend about it. And I was like, dude, I don't. And that was when I cut everything off. I was like, I don't feel comfortable with this anymore. I think your boyfriend should know because it was supposed to be just her and I. It wasn't supposed to be every guy under the fucking sun. Yeah. And that's when I had to confront her about that. I said, you, that was my boundary is that, and like you said, if it's one person and one person, that's fine. But I'm not going to fuck somebody that's letting every other Tom, Dick, and Harry, no pun intended, fuck her at the same time. I, I'm like, no, if this is just going to be between you and I. If it's not, I'm going to tell your boyfriend. I'm yeah. sorry. that It's just a thing between guys. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really proud of you for setting that boundary within yourself that you were not comfortable with sharing her with multiple partners. Yeah. Um, but just just know people that boundaries communications trust it all goes hand in hand you'll hear us talking about boundaries in other episodes because it goes hand in hand with so many things along with communication you'll hear that again as well um but this is going to conclude boundaries episode one of confessions and session thank you guys for joining me uh we have jamie we have rage and we have dougie who were all part of the panel i'm Jax. we do um have a discord which is going to be a link in the bio saturday sessions are going to be on twitch uh every saturday at 7 p.m central time it's going to be jamie and i um and anybody else who wants to join the panel, it's just a, a live stream that kind of just touches on relationships and sex. There's no like rhyme or reason. It's total fucking chaos. It's amazing. Uh, we're going to upload to our uh, Spotify and Apple uh, every Monday. We're going to record every Sunday and then I'll get it uploaded on Mondays. And then we also have a Google form that I will leave the link in the bio as well for any questions, whether you want to do it anonymously or put your name on there. But please use your pronouns because I am very big on pronouns for people. I don't want to get them wrong. Um, but y'all want to say bye? Toodles. Toodles, he says. All right. Be safe and be cool, everybody. Have a good one. Alright, bye guys! Thank you for taking the time to listen. To the speaker, thank you for your bravery. And thanks for listening. This was Confessions in Session.